and welcome to Two Players and Up. I'm Aviv. I am Iran. We are the people behind Up to Four Players, a webcomic about tabletop games and the gamers who game them, as well as Crystal Heart, our newer weekly webcomics about those very same tabletop gamers role-playing as brave crystal hunters in the Savage World system. You can read those webcomics and posts about role-playing games and rules about role-playing games and a bunch of other new stuff, which we'll discuss shortly, uh, on our website at uptofourplayers.com. Everything there is free for your enjoyment and it's ad-free. And the reason we can afford to do that is thanks to our wonderful supporters on Patreon. Guys, welcome everyone who joined this week. Yes. Um, and thank you to everyone who supported us so far. It's wonderful and amazing and we really appreciate it. And to show our appreciation, we pick four names every week and uh, we, we sing our praise and thanks in various silly ways. Uh, so let's do that now and then we'll continue to talk a little bit about the comics. Evil Head Productions Isabel, Isabel Matt? Evil Head Productions Isabel, Isabel Scott Matt? Scott? Matt? Evil Head Productions Scott. Isabel, Isabel Scott? Evil Head Productions Matt? Isabel, Isabel Scott? Lovely. Um, so thank you everyone and welcome to people who just joined and... Um, Yeah, lots of things happened this week. It was exciting. Not that many things, just the one thing, but it <laughs> reached a, it a lot of a big people. Thing. Yeah, for, for us it was a big <laughs> thing. What was it, Aviv? What was it? Okay, so some time ago, actually long, a long, long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, uh, we created... Uh, see what you did there. Yes. Uh, we created a comics explaining the rules of the Star Wars RPG games. And um, that went well. People like that. Uh, it actually helped them with their game. And we thought that was really cool. So for our um, Patreon goal of $250, we decided that we're going to do another one of those. And uh, the system that we focused on was Fate Core. And uh, we reached that goal, as you well know, because you listen to these podcasts every week and we've talked about it <laughs> at least five times. We reached the goal, we did the comics about fate, and it finally went up uh, on the website this Monday. Um, and and people liked it and shared it, and it was awesome. So thank you, first of all, for everyone who shared the comics and everyone who read it and commented and said wonderful things about, um, you know, fate and the way that we explained it. It's, it's really great to hear because a lot of work was put into this comics. Actually, I think it was even more than, uh, than Star Wars. Yes, uh, fate is a bit trickier to explain. It has a lot of abstract concepts that you need mm -hmm. to uh, somehow convey to the reader. Things like aspects and how to use them. And there's also quite a lot of mechanics, actually, with all sorts of minute details that are important. They aren't 
like, oh, well, what exactly can you buy with advantages for Match of the Empire? It doesn't matter, as long as you know that you can do some cool stuff with advantages. But here, explaining how gaining an advantage walk is an important part of the system, it's simply a more complicated system than Edge of the Empire. But I think that in a way, we managed to cover more of the system this time than we did with Star Wars. We had, we had no choice but to do that, yes. Yeah. And, uh, well, the, the comics is actually longer this time. Uh, yes. We planned it in advance for uh, printing on an A4 page, which is not something we even thought about when we created Star Wars. We just wanted to create a nice strip for up to four players, uh, the website. But this time we actually, um, we had the, the PDF in mind from the start, which is a good thing. I think we're, we're also a little bit more, um, comfortable with long pages now that we're doing Crystal Heart. Yes. And, and we know that like an A4 type of page is something that, um, that works on the website and that we're used to. So there was more space to begin with. And, uh, yeah, it was a lot of work, I imagine writing it and and managing to break down all the rules to fit in two pages and it was a lot of work laying out these pages and making sure all the text fits and um is readable and you know everything works uh so i'm glad to hear that everything does work and that people are enjoying it and finding it useful yes and even had themselves obviously appreciated it very much which we appreciate very much everyone appreciates each other very much, very much. So. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you, Evil Hat. It was great. And they actually, they shared it more than once. They didn't yes. just retweet the first one. They, uh, you know, in case you missed it, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. of their own volition, which is fantastic. Thank you so much. We'd also like to thank the people who helped us with the first draft of the comics, just going through all the rules and making sure that we conveyed everything um, in an understandable way. We thank them here uh, before. Uh, Lloyd, you know who you are, and <laughs> Uri Lifshitz, and two other people. I don't know if they want me to say their names, but they know who they are. Uh, well, one <laughs> of them is Pevsner, uh, who is a longtime Israeli uh, lover of all things indie and theory craft, generally speaking. And he's a cool dude altogether. He also, by the way, created his own role-playing game uh, called Project Aspamia, which I hope will one day become an English thing as well. And we'll discuss it then. Uh, We'd also like to thank Bross, who is uh, a pal of ours here in the UK. And of course, Ev and Dussy, who really helped with reading everything and uh, and pointing things out and helping in general. Obviously. You should know that like half of the things that I uh, publish uh, go through Dasi first, just to make sure that my English is, uh, you know, it's not exactly proofreading. It's somewhere in the middle between proofreading and editing what she's doing. And this is the good half of the things that I actually publish. <laughs> And Ev obviously helps. He, he goes over everything we do uh, yes. and, and makes really good comments. And uh, as a segue to the next thing that we want to talk about, he also helped immensely with the website. Um, I have a little bit of CSS and HTML skills, but uh, actually most of those I learned from him over the years. And uh, wherever I'm 
stuck or, uh, you know, CSS is being a little bastard, um, <gasps> Ev helps. Yes, it does that. He helps immensely. Which brings us to the website. If you visit it often um, at up to fourplows.com, you may have noticed some changes. It's nothing too drastic. It's uh, more like kind of reformatting where we put things and making things more available, more readily available, and with lots of pretty banners and colorful stuff. We've also created um, specific pages for our ready to roll rules that's that's difficult to say yeah <laughs> now that we have both star wars and fate and you know crystal heart as well yes. which is also explaining rules to a role-playing game it, it is uh, its own place in the website by now yeah yes exactly yeah. so we created a page to kind of just put everything there so if you ever if you're ever looking for rules or want to share rules for games with your friends um you have a place to go We've also uh, collected all of the role-playing posts and links and other tools and accessories and, and everything role-playing related is now in one place that's easier, much easier to find than before. And there is one new thing. Yeah, we're monetizing. Aviv, we're monetizing. Woo, money! Uh, you can now buy prints of our 12 or 13, I'm not sure, best strips from the earlier uh, version edition of our webcomic. We chose the one that we think are best suited for being printed and placed on your wall uh, and things that people have expressed uh, willingness to buy and place on their wall. So if you want to, we are now using Photomoto, who is such a funny, funny name. Um, <laughs> to allow everyone to buy their favorite out of the things that we chose to be favorite uh, in various sizes. I bought a few because we wanted to check out and see if we like it or not and the quality and how much it costs. And I think the, the prices are pretty fair. I mean, I bought it in the smallest size and it's totally fine in fact it's so fine we will publish on our socials you know what i also put it in the show notes a picture of the one that i bought to my wife Dasi, and then she later framed and hung on the wall and that's the, the minimum size it's the smallest one and i really don't want it any bigger it's it fits perfectly where it is so you uh check, check, check it check it check it up if you want it go ahead we won't be making more money out of this than we do from our patreon i mean Obviously, um, because our Patreon is such a success. <laughs> <laughs> but but um, but we just want people to be able to um, have it. I mean, it just seems like a nice thing to have on your wall, probably. That's basically it. Yep. And uh, if, if there's a specific strip that you really like and uh, want to be available for print and it isn't, uh, contact us yeah. by email or something and, uh, and, and we'll see if uh, we can add it as an option for print as well. Yep. If you find anything wrong with the website, uh, just let us know because um, we, we want it to be good, basically. <laughs> we, we, want, we want things to work. Can, yes. can things walk, please? <laughs> please. Walk. Thank you. <laughs> One more thing about the comics. Um, we finished 
the first chapter of um, Crystal Heart, named Wild at Heart, last week. And this week we uploaded the Fate comics. And next week, next Monday, there's not going to be a new page. We're taking a short break so we can kind of uh, stockpile some pages to make sure we're not chasing the deadline all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but it's just one week. We'll be back the week afterwards with a short interlude uh, and then straight on to chapter two. So that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, that's fair. Not everything um, has to be interesting of you. That's fine. No, 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 absolutely not. Uh, speaking of which, what have you been doing this week? <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of racist, but uh, yeah, sure. Okay. I've spent a lot of time this week working on various things that I can talk about and one thing I can talk about, which is uh, City of Mist. So uh, that's it. But on the fun side of things, I've started thinking, dreaming, one might say, about our next campaign. Aviv, oh. our next campaign. What's it going to be? Well, we don't know. And if you've read Odyssey, the very good book by uh, Engine Publishing, uh, the guys of Nomstu, um, then you know that you should at first do like a pre-session zero, like session minus one sort of thing, where you mm-hmm. sit down and decide together on what you're going to play. Which is what we do anyway. I mean, that, that's kind of our style. We sit down and decide together on what we are playing. But you should also, if you read, you should really read it, Aviv. Why, why haven't you read? Um, I'm sorry. Odyssey. It's really good. But you should know then that you should arrive at this session when you already have like two or three suggestions with teasers so you can sell them to your players. Hmm. I'm saying it because we all we all know I'm going to be the, the GM. I mean, this is just how it's going to be. Am I right about this? I don't Unless know. Unless you're really against it. No, no, I'm not. I'm not. Okay. I, we've talked about doing more one-shots for now, yeah. but eventually I think we all know I will run something for like the next two years after that. Uh, ideally, yes. Uh, so that's that's the thing I'm thinking about now. Even though, okay. dear listeners, if you've listened to our previous episode or the one before, you know that I said, I don't want to think about this right now. Uh, <laughs> because, because it's too, it's, it's too soon. I should wait until we finish with our one timers. Problem is, do you know EN World? It's the website yes. that gives the Ennies. Yeah, of course and, I know it. And they also do a thing called the EN Insider. Actually, it's like, Insider, yeah, where they publish it's a Patreon in which they publish like one or two new articles for DND five per month, and I really like it. I am um subscri- I'm subscribed to this service, and they've started publishing Zeitgeist, the very highly acclaimed campaign uh, adventure path thing that they did for DND four and Pathfinder about, like, six years back. And now they're doing it in D&D 5. And I'm saying, eh, eh, eh. But then I sat down and actually started reading it, and I said, eh, eh, <laughs> eh. And it looks, uh, it looks pretty awesome. I don't want to talk too much about it, because I think it's better that we discuss the campaign only before we actually start the campaign. But mm-hmm. let, me, let me sell you on this. Um... 
ויקטוריאן אינגלנד, אינדסטריאל רבולושן, מג'יקל וולד, אלבס, פריז, סטאפ לייק דאט, טיפלינגס, אלאדרינס, בגלל שזה היה מיוחד לדינטיפור, והם היו אלאדרינס, ודבה. So this campaign had to have Eladrin and Deva. And now, even though we are like several years after and a full edition after D&D 4, and there are no Eladrin or Deva in D&D 5. Don't say that. No, never say that. No, Eladrin. The campaign setting has Eladrin and Deva and created the yes. races for D&D 5 because you have to have them because they had to have them eight years ago. This is so funny. And that's it. The other thing I was thinking about is Phoenix Dawn Command, and I won't discuss it now again. I will discuss it later. If you don't know Phoenix Dawn Command, dear listener, check it out. Search the Googles. It's like a combination between XCOM and Exalted, and it's just as awesome as it sounds. <laughs> it's, it's going to be really hard to take me off the idea of playing an Eladrin in uh, Victorian England, though. Just telling you. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Okay. Awesome. Um... I don't have much to talk about uh, this week either. Just that Ev and I uh, went to see Spider-Man yesterday. Spider-Man Homecoming, the new mm-hmm. one. Uh, what a delightful movie. It is. Oh, you've seen it? Oh. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Okay. I consider myself Fantastic. a Marvel fan. I see every Marvel movie. Uh, that's fair. That's fair. This is one Marvel movie that I'm really, really happy that I went to see. Mm. Um, I'm not, you know, completely in love with all of them, but this was so much fun. So three small things I want to mention. Mm. One, the scope of the, the villains and the story. It was very much like a, a, a local small story, yes. um, that still has really big, uh, uh, repercussions. Uh, and that is very much Spider-Man. I think there are no, you know, it's not aliens. It's not huge world uh, things that affect everyone in existence. It's kind of small and neighborhoodly. Yes. Um, but has impact that's kind of severe. And I think they've, they did it really, really well. Two, the way Spidey moves is so good. It's not all like slick and precise movement. It's like a teenage boy who has um, <laughs> a, a really cool powers, but he still like falls and stumbles sometimes because it's hard to do the things he does. Um, and, uh, and, and it looks, it looks really good. It looks believable. It's yes. like, yeah, I totally buy that this kid has supernatural abilities uh, for jumping and somersaulting and stuff. It looks great. And the third thing, uh, which was so much fun to see, is how diverse this movie is. Yes. I mean, the, the, the main character and the main villains are both white guys, yes, but everyone else in uh, Peter Parker's school is of every shape and size and color and, and gender identity and, and general identity. And it's, it's just gorgeous. I mean, it's fun to see because it's always nice to have just diversity when you look at, th- at something. And it's also great because that's how the world is. At least, you know, that's how New York is and, and, mm, and mm. the US. And um, yeah, I would really love to have more things like this so it doesn't... So it becomes something we don't have to comment on anymore. 
yes. basically. Yes. Um, but for this, it was great to see, and everyone was great. I loved all the secondary characters, all the the NPCs of the movie. <laughs> they were fantastic. I agree. Uh, so that's it. Go see it um, if if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, love Spider Man. He's great. That's it for us this week. Um, we will remind you again that you can find us on uptofourplayers.com where you can listen to more episodes of this podcast, read the webcomics, read rules for uh, role-playing games, which will never become easy to say, and more things, probably. You just look in the website and find buy, things. Buy prints. Buy prints. Oh, buy. but buy prints. Yes, buy, yes, that's the new the thing print. you can yes. do. You can buy some prints. Um, you can go to patreon.com slash ut4p if you want to support us uh, with your monies or you can just tell your friends about us mm -hmm. um, which will support us very well as well yes, it's great it is. we want people to know you can also find us on various social networks just look for up to four players and we'll be there thank you for listening thank you for reading and thank you for sharing us with people it's awesome you're awesome and have a wonderful week goodbye goodbye